episode 422 of the Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that's two bags shy of a five-bag score. In this episode, we talk about Marvel audio dramas, Stocky, and The Owl House. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So buckle up and hold on tight, because we're about to drift our way into another episode. We doing drugs again? by going around the table, which is where we talk about things that are new, fun, and noteworthy about our weeks. Patrick, sound like you've had a week that's been fun and new and noteworthy. Oh my gosh, I have to have something to talk about here too. The <laughs> thing is, I just saw you people like two days ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Oh, you know what? That's a good point though, because for a lot of people, they won't have that information. That's true. Unless mm-hmm. they... So basically, we have... Two days of our lives, three days of our lives that you can only learn about if you're a patron to the show. Yes. And otherwise. <laughs> and you, you want to learn about them. Yeah. Unless you're my boss. But otherwise, um, you just won't know. It's just a hole inside of, of our history. It's a hole inside of our lives. But if, if well, you want to fill that hole then you can go to patreon.com slash mf one podcast and you can join and listen. The only way to hear about the magician and how it blew yeah. our minds is to list is to become a patron and listen to that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, here's a, without and it sounded pretty epic without giving too much away. Just go look at uh, some recent episode numbers. You're going to find one is missing and that's the one you can only get through Patreon. Yes. Because we didn't have a special episode planned for them. <laughs> yep. So they just get, <laughs> So instead, they just stole one of your episodes. They just stole. They just yeah. They ripped you mm-hmm. off, regular listener. A greedy. <laughs> On this other podcast people. I listen to, they call it Audio Amigos, and I like that. Oh, Audio <laughs> Amigos. That's so we let's, just let's steal. That. Let's can we borrow that? I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we just had uh, Prime Day. That's the big thing that happened in the last week. And Prime Day, uh, obviously. What'd you get? What'd you get? Initially, it's Amazon, but it's expanded to be a lot of the big retailers, especially tech retailers. And I did succumb to a bit of the Prime Day madness. You'll first notice that I got this uh, very bright lamp that's right in front. I'm just kidding. On the video right now, my face <laughs> yeah. is so blown out. And I've got to fix it. Um, I got a, a couple things I've been looking for. One is the Apple TV 4K was actually discounted. Uh, to like ninety or ninety nine dollars, and these these things have not come down in price. Like I I thought they were going to. They normally sell for one hundred and fifty, and so to get one for what would that be like thirty uh, percent off was just mm-hmm. awesome. I've been waiting on that to come out, and it's a piece of hardware that lasts a very long time. They don't release updates for them very often. When they do release updates, the hardware updates are even more rare, uh, and so it just felt like the time to pick one up, especially because. Uh, you know, the Xbox was downstairs and the wife and uh, the Xbox don't, they don't go together. I can't play the Xbox when she's watching Bravo reality shows. I needed this to break the them up. beauty of Switch. Yeah. And th- this is how it happens. So, uh, yeah, I picked up uh, uh, an Apple TV. The second thing I was able to pick up was a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Now, that was something for oh. the Formicans. 
be, but like I I had a moment where I blanked if her name was McKinsey. Yeah, it's McKinsey. So that's something <laughs> I picked up. Uh, I looked her McKinsey. up on I looked her up on Instagram. It is McKinsey. <laughs> yeah, I just real quick checked her LinkedIn. Did verify yeah. that's the correct name. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was able to pick that up, and again, it was something that was like two hundred dollars off or something ridiculous. So I was happy to to find a couple good deals. That said, I'm a bit wary. I have a bit of the Black Friday vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I've made my video so much worse. You've turned into a an peak. actual Sasquatch right yeah. now. You're all a blurry. Peak weird. Behind <laughs> the curtain, Patrick's trying to adjust the color or the, the exposure on his video. And what he's now managed to do is strip it of all color. And it looks like we're looking at him through the bottle of a Coke glass from yeah. like 40 feet away. <laughs> It's like completely <laughs> in black and white as well. <laughs> Are you in like witness protection or something? I do I not know a, what I've I done. Really I'm going to keep working on this. <laughs> but I will say I do have a bit of the like Black Friday anxiety where I don't want to buy mm. something from Prime Day because I'm afraid it's just going to be like the crappier version of the actual thing. So I do stay away from most deals. Was glad to pick those up. Did y'all do any uh, Prime Day shopping? Uh, I'm waiting until next table. week. To do About Prime Day shopping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you missed. Well, uh, Laura, thir- you bought Thursdays are typically my Prime Day to shop. Oh, uh, I yeah, I see. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly as funny as I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, Lauren, tell me about your table. Uh, I bought a slightly smaller sized folding table to use at shows. Uh, it was on sale for like twenty five percent off. It was again like something I've kind of had my eye on, and I was like, oh, well, if it's a, a bit off, I'm gonna go for it. I've been kind of wanting it anyway so got that taken care of <laughs> so was the table 25 percent off because it was 25 percent smaller yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no it's like one of those like uh intentionally like four foot tables just sometimes like um at markets i need two tables but i don't want one that's like as big as my other one so that's why i got this one genuinely my webcam is completely broken uh all right uh awesome. i mean I'll, I'll find a way to fix it <laughs> Uh, Lauren, go go ahead and take it. What else did you do other than buy a tiny table? Yeah. Um. Well, after hanging out with you guys in Austin, that was really nice. Um, I got to watch some below deck, play Trails of Tucana, and swim in the pool. I loved it. Oh, and I got to play with your friend's dog. Oh, there you there you go. There you go. Nope. Patrick has come back. Hey. Yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> that was so much trouble to get that working. You look a uh, hundred times better than you did at any point today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking to Lauren. <laughs> That's something oh, I would I'm just say. With you, sorry. <laughs> um, but another very exciting thing I did. Um, we had the drawing board last night. Unfortunately, towards the end, something we don't know what happened, and we lost our stream. But we had a great time up until then. Uh, did lots of time uh, exploring Illustrator for the iPad with Doc. Um, Illustrator for the iPad seems very hard to me, to be honest. Yeah. Having watched him, not great. like. Yeah, and having now worked in Illustrator all day today, I was like, I use the keyboard so much. How do you? Why would you do this without a keyboard? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. So um, we did definitely decide that Luca is better than Illustrator for iPad <laughs> before we were done, and we had a really good time though. <laughs> I like that there was no attempt to bring the stream back. It was just like, well, no, we did try. We did try. There was no option to bring it back. Like I know, I see, but it I'm saying basically like- locked us out. And then at a certain point, it was like a countdown where it's like if you do not get reconnected before this timer runs out the stream ends we're like ah hopefully we can figure this out (laughs) no but i mean like you you then never restarted it so like once it ended oh doc took it over to his instagram doc finished it up on instagram 
Ah, that's what it is. I don't follow him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a jerk. Shame, shame. <laughs> but uh, we had another great drawing board that is up on YouTube for you to watch now. Uh, sorry for the abrupt ending. Hopefully we'll get that figured out before next time. We seem to always have just something hard about doing drawing board every time, but we'll get it down one time. Um, and then other than that, uh, this weekend here in Houston is Pride Weekend. Uh, you guys probably don't have that where you, in your town because you're in like New Braunfels. So. There's no gay people in our town. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, the governor you know had them uh, had, had them ushered out with the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't think they do a pride parade here. Um we San Antonio does. Okay, yeah, San Antonio yeah, that makes would sense. for yeah, sure. Yeah, and Austin does for sure. New Braunfels uh sucks a bit. Like <laughs> so we don't we do run political candidates buses off the road. Yeah. Um that happened. But, uh, yeah, that, I doubt there's a pride parade. But to be clear, I do actually really like gay people. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't <laughs> think I needed about a bunch to say of gay that. stuff right now. I don't yeah. think I needed to say that. But just so you know, like, I'm like. Just in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> super <laughs> about gay chest. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely want to talk about some uh, very fun Pride Month, like, promotion slash things that I, like, enjoyed this weekend. Um, and one that I think a lot of our listeners will probably enjoy is the Disney Plus, this is me, Pride Celebration that they had. Um, and this is kind of just like a 35, 40-minute um, variety show featuring a drag queen that I love, Nina West, who is on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and she has, like, apparently amazing Disney gowns that are just incredible. <laughs> like, I think her gowns probably cost, like, the same amount as producing this entire show. <laughs> but it was very fun to watch, actually. It's just basically um, <laughs> a bunch of, like... Um, like Disney Channel adjacent people and then um, a few drag race adjacent people performing different Disney songs. Um, it was really fun to watch. Uh, they even had like one where uh, one of the drag queens from Drag Race uh, performed Agatha all along. And apparently there are verses to this song that we're all going to have to like get memorized because I did not know there was more than one than the one we got to see in the show. So that was really fun. <laughs> um Kermit the Frog is in it. That was kind of like a really great thing. Uh, Todrick Hall is in it. Um, Kaylee Kyoko and a few other um, artists that I'm like not as familiar with. But I really, really enjoyed watching it. A lot of performers from the Broadway Disney as well. Um, it was just like, it's a good time. It's a very short little watch. You could probably just put it in the background and kind of just enjoy the music. Um, it's, like I said, Disney song. So you probably know that you like it. Uh, but I, I just really enjoyed it. It's very cute. It made me smile. It's it's a little bit like maybe like Sesame Street-ish, like, you know, in the whole like Kermit the Frog and Nina West are kind of like having this whole thing going on uh, during the whole thing that kind of like frames it all. But it was just adorable. It's really nice. So I totally would you say that. it's more like <laughs> Sesame Street or more like the Muppet show? Oh, I guess. Yeah, totally. The Muppet show. Okay. I guess like the vibe of it, though, did feel like very, very, very for kids, which is why I'm like putting it gotcha. in Sesame Street. Um, but uh, like same audience would probably enjoy it for sure. Um, and then a couple other things real quick. Uh, did you guys see the Lego, uh, everyone is awesome set that they did? Yes. Yes. Very, very fun. Yeah. This is like the cutest thing ever. I just love this. Um, so like to describe it, Lego basically, um, made this set that is, um, a rainbow and it is like ultra inclusive rainbow. It has like every shade that could be imagined and it has, um, little, 
Lego people that kind of go along in it, um, like in a diagonal that are all like rainbow colored. And like, it's cute because if you look at the Legos and like the way that they've like styled them, you can kind of tell that they are, um, you know, like different ethnicities and like very diverse, like group of little Lego people that they created. It's just super adorable. So I just uh, Google everyone is awesome and you'll see a picture of it. It's it's so nice. I love that Lego did that. Yep. (laughs) Um, And then we got... One last thing that I would like to promote, um, and this is really fun. This is a like friend of a friend, so um, it's called "This That's a Gay Ass Podcast," and it is hosted by uh, my brother's friend Eric Williams, who uh, will be in his "What We Do in the Shadows" film. But um, I love Eric anyway. He's like super talented actor, and he is a really, really talented in- interviewer. Um, I really, really like listening to his podcast every week. So um, every week he interviews different queer friends or allies about. Um, literally what made them gay and it's like so funny to listen to he has lots of like different comedians and actors on that like he's friends with um he had one of the people from the circle on andrew that was like a really great interview um i i really enjoy like listening to eric he's super funny um like that's a gay ass podcast is a very fun uh little like pride month jaunt for anybody looking for something new to listen to do you think that i could tell if someone was gay by looking at their ass because then mm. we could start a game show. That's okay. <laughs> and like, that would be the goal is to weed down which one belonged to a gay person. Mm. That's a great I'm willing, I'm listen, be I'm willing to try. If someone wants to send me some like flashcards, I'll give it a go. Flashcards? <laughs> we'll see if they're ready for it. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty much all that I've got to talk about. Andrew, your turn. Okay. Uh, so this week was really, um, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but a couple of things that happened. Uh, I got some really fancy stickers from our friend oh, Lauren. Oh, hey. I finally so got all of even <laughs> happened. I got yeah. all of the, the Pondering yes. Potter stickers. I got some stuff from Kreider, right? Is it from Kreider? Yeah, I got Kreider's mm-hmm. uh, Baby Yoda pin from lauren stuff so that i'm sorry it took me ages to get it to them Kreider. um it's we all being great like, we're gonna do it this weekend then this weekend it's all great and then the pondering potter owl keychain and then mm-hmm. my uh what is this the uh oh my gosh i'm blanking on what this uh, is the called. deathly hallows the deathly hallows pin from the, yeah, yeah. the collector set so yeah i got a very uh wizardly care package from lauren when she came on top of that sure. i got the office uh, Lego knockoff uh, set. Yeah. Um, it does Lego, say it's compatible Lego. with Legos, though. Right. It says at the top. <laughs> no, it doesn't. What it says at the top is works with major brands. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the, oh God, I hope it's not uh, Duplo. Yeah, it's but it's fun. It's it's uh the the um Pam's desk, Jim and Dwight's desk, and then uh Michael's office. Like that full set and reception area. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to put it together. Um, and it comes with Yay. a Michael, Jim, and Dwight figure. So that was really cool. Thank you, Lauren. That was uh, very, no very nice. Um, I also <laughs> got a care package. I got the chance a couple weekends ago. Uh, it was actually on Father's Day to meet up with Jamie Ogle. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she was out at the Pearl. And I got to meet her and her family in person. And she gave me this painting oh so nice original painting of mickey as the sorcerer apprentice and then she gave me this pin that's a mickey mouse uh mouseketeer hat and it says home stitched into it 
Is um, that one of those like uh is it acrylic? What's yeah, what's it's around an acrylic that pin? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an acrylic uh pin. You know, I like those. Like I, I they're probably less ex- I'm sure they're less expensive to produce Way than like an enamel less expensive. pin. Yeah. But if you use it with the right design, they can actually look really, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh you can pick up one of these pins um if you go over to her uh her Etsy shop. Uh, it's Jamie Ogle. It's O O G L E. If you want to pick, uh, if you want to hit her up on Instagram, it's Jamie J A I M E L E E O G L E um, on Instagram. Or you can hit up her her like f- her professional page, which is Jamie Joe Studio on Instagram. But go buy one of these pins; they're super fun. And then she does some other art on there as well. She's just a oh, yeah. super. She's so encur- busy all the time. She is like she's she, always drawing. She so is fast. such an encourager too in the community. Mm-hmm. She wrote this nice little note on the back uh, of the painting. Just very, very, uh, very nice. So it's so long. Yeah, I Hit really up. like Jamie. You're awesome, Jamie. She's rad. Jamie. Oh. <laughs> um, and then uh, one final thing, I want to uh, let everyone know that I'm back on Pokemon Go. uh i don't even know what like prompted it the other day i was just like oh yeah so i opened it up and right outside of my apartment is a pokestop so i can just be sitting in the house and every five minutes spin the pokestop and get more (laughs) get more stuff which is nice um but cooper and i have been back on the prowl walking around there are so many new pokemon since i did it last which was like 2019 i think uh was the last time that i was in there and um but there's something that's happening this year called pokemon go fest uh 2021 and it is oh, i saw you post about this yeah and it is the 17th and 18th of july typically tickets for this it used to be like you have to go to a special like go to a specific place um but mm-hmm. this year it's everywhere and because it's their fifth oh. year of celebrating pokemon go They've reduced the tickets from $15 to $5, so you can buy them on the app. And then for those two days, there's a bunch of like events, if you've purchased the pass, that open up to you when you're in the app. Oh, and there's so a bunch cool. of like um, special Pokemon, legendary Pokemon, these special raids and things you can do. There's like uh, a dressed-up uh, boy, uh, boy and girl Pikachu. Um, they're mm-hmm. like rock stars. And so Aww. you can only get by doing the event. So... Um, yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Go. If you uh, if you play still, uh, mm-hmm. I'll hit me up. I'll give you my trainer code, and we can we can train or we can uh, trade some some Pokemon. It's fun. You just like reminded me. Like, did you ever do the events? Like, we were kids when this happened. Like for sure. But like when Pokemon first came out, like they would have events like at malls and stuff mm-hmm. where you could like go battle and like compete. And they just like they gave you badges, but they were like on Pogs. Yeah. <laughs> And would, yeah. When you would go, would you do them with the trading card or with the Game Boy? I played with the Game Boy, but they they yeah. like once the cards became like a thing, that was also like a like a another tournament. Tournaments, as well. yeah, yeah. And you could get like that was how you got like special edition Pokemon like Mew or like the Surfer Pikachu and mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of like, like that. Very like cool, that, but it's built into Pokemon Go. So it's five dollars if you want to do the event. You can p- go ahead and purchase your your pass to it. Um, we will be doing that. And each day has the different set, like a different schedule of events happening. And it happens from like 
seven o'clock in the morning until like nine o'clock at night or something. And so you have to log in between those hours and then do all of your normal stuff and all this special stuff will pop up for you. So there's even like a, it's like a dance contest where like the, like you get your Pokemon (laughs) to do dances and stuff or something like that, that I was reading in the description. So anyway, Pokemon go, uh, it's still like fully up and going and there's new stuff and it's, I had to learn a whole bunch of new features, but I feel like I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I've leveled up twice in the last couple of days, so not bad. Oh, nice. Not what level bad. are you on? I spent $75 in Poke credits. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was um, like, <laughs> as long as it's not like US dollars, we're good. <laughs> uh, no, I um, I think I'm level 25, about to hit 26. There are friends that I have who are like level 45. And I think the highest oh, you well, can go is 52. You said you stopped for a while, so yes. it makes sense. I, I don't know what. It's good to have like uh, space to like have achievement, though. <laughs> yes. That's the thing, too, right? Like, I can see mm-hmm. more quick growth and progression than some of these other people who have never stopped uh, mm-hmm. playing. So, anyway. Um, all right. I think that's going to be it for our Around the Table. Up next, we're going to talk about some categories. Every week, we talk about the categories, which are the dice we rolled the week before. Those dice give us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. Lauren, take us away. All right. Uh, I have a really fun one to talk about. Um, so I am going to talk about the uh, Marvel audio dramas that are these uh, very fun podcasts that um, Colin Schlicht, um, a.k.a. Art by Colin, has turned me on to. Uh, we were talking about a lot of fun like X-Men stuff, like when um, WandaVision and I think more specifically Falcon and Winter Soldier came out because me and him are like, when are the X-Men coming? We're going to look for all the clues, and it's very fun. Um, but... They, they started this out where um, Sirius XM has started producing these like radio drama versions of different Marvel comics. Um, so the first one that he told me about was this Wolverine one called The Long Night. And um, it's like a really good little story. And like I really enjoyed listening to this. So um, when I drove to come visit you guys, I was listening to a different one. But um, I want to talk about The Long Night for a second first. Uh, so... The story for this one is, like, Wolverine is on the run from the, like, Weapon X program. He's hiding out in this, like, small town in um, Alaska. And there's, there's like, this weird occurrence in this town where, like, people keep dying. And they're, like, assumed that it's uh, chewed up by a bear. And so, like, obviously, like us, we know what Wolverine does. They're, like, definitely trying to lead you to think, like, maybe he did it or is he involved? What's going on? Um, and so there's kind of like these like police uh, and stuff that like everything is engineered so that they like have some excuse to like say all this stuff out loud. Um, you know, like like they're interviewing people to like get clues about what happened around the town. So it builds this mystery really well. And like there's a cult involved. There's like all this cool stuff. Like it's a really good little like mystery story. It's decently scary and violent. Like I don't think you should probably listen to it with kids. Like, there's part where they're, like, describing an accident, and I was like, eh, fast forward, I don't want to hear this. Like, <laughs> it was, like, very graphic. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that one. So the second one that I've checked out is the, like, latest one that's coming out, and um, I would say I, I do like this one slightly better, but I am biased. So um, the second one that I've started listening to is Old Man Star-Lord, um, The Wastelanders, and... Uh, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, which is part of the reason that I am so biased. But the story is um, for this one is that um, so the Guardians of the Galaxy are much older. Like, I don't know if you've read Old Man Logan or those comics, but like they kind of like 
take place way, 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 way in the future. So you're kind of getting what happens to these characters, um, obviously, when they're old. So um, only Rocket and uh, Peter Quill are, like, part of the team at the moment. Uh, I'm not 100% clear on, like, what happened before then because, like, I'm kind of just jumping in. You They just jump you into the story. But, like, y- you know, like, I might find out still that I think it's only about halfway over. But anyway, uh, they are on a mission, you know, classic Guardians of the Galaxy style. Um, their spaceship gets shot down over Earth when they're, like, trying to locate this item that they're looking for. And they're like, what the heck? Earth is friendly. What's going on? Um, they get into the desert and they start looking around and like things are crazy. It's like fully like Mad Max apocalypse. And it turns out that like uh, Dr. Doom like convinced all of the world's supervillains to like team up together. And they did manage to defeat nearly all of the heroes. And whoever's left is like in hiding. Like no one knows where any heroes are. Um, like you hear a description of like what happened to Iron Man. And it's like crazy. And like so they, like they the find Incredibles? Mount Rushmore. Is it like the incredible Sorry? setup? Is it like the incredible setup where like supers have been kind of run underground? More, more that heroes have been run underground because villains are still welcome. Sure, but okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah, like you would if you had superpowers, you might not want everybody to know because like then they're probably going to try and use you. But like it more that like it has more to do with like trying to hunt down the like former heroes, but. It, it's like fully taken over by Dr. Doom. Like they get to Mount Rushmore and it's four Dr. Doom heads. So it's like a pretty big twist. And like uh, Craven the Hunter is allowed to run this like Hunger Games slash most dangerous games type thing where he like is allowed to like hunt people. You know, like kind of like, um, what's that? Running Man, you know, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. So yes. it's like if you're a criminal, you get thrown into the arena and he's going to like hunt you down. Uh, you have a chance to escape, but he's Craven. He's pretty tough to beat. Um and so, uh, like, Star-Lord just, like, exposed himself. So Craven now knows about um, him, and he's going to basically go after him is one of the point that I'm at. And it's just, like, awesome. I'm so into this story. It's really exciting. It's coming out week to week in about, like, 30-minute uh, episodes, and it's really cool. And there's one more that I have not checked out yet, and it does sound super cool. Uh, I'm just going to, like, read the summary that I know, um, and it's called The Marvels, and it is about... Um, it sounds like it is a conspiracy theory of like whether or not the Fantastic Four actually managed to like defeat Galactus in this big battle or not. And it sounds like very, very cool. I'm I'm super excited to check it out considering how much I've enjoyed these other ones. And there is a season two of the Wolverine series, The Long Night, um, that it takes place in Louisiana. I know Gambit's going to come into it. Um, I'm very excited to check that one out as well. So I'm, I'm really loving these um, like these audio dramas. They are so cool. They are really fun. Absolutely great podcast to check out. And I'm so excited that they're probably going to do like more of these going forward because like they can pretty much pick up any characters they want and do this. Oh, and I should mention they get like good celebrities to like do the voices like um, Richard Armitage does um, Wolverine's voice, stuff like that. So these are very highly produced, really well done. Um, I just love them. Can't recommend it more. Okay. Thanks, Colin, for turning me on to them. (laughs) So they're they're like audio like plays, like old school radio like yeah, full yeah. on productions. Be, they're not just reading. Yeah, they'll like, be like, audiobooks. and Star Lord turned on, put on his helmet and his rocket boots, and you hear the like, you know. <laughs> I love that. I hope <laughs> you do the audio for them. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Please call me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, maybe I'll yeah. slide one of those into the to the. I've I actually have been listening to um, another Aaron Mankey piece on. Um, it's called the 13 days of Halloween. They did it a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. it was a 13 day podcast Ooh, uh, in, in like these segments and you're going around um, 
uh, Keegan Michael Key is the mm-hmm. main through character through all of these, and like there's this this manor um, Hawthorne Manor, I think is what it's called, and you are the listener. And like you as the listener are the person who he's interacting with and you he's taking you to these different rooms in the manor where you get mm-hmm. to listen to stories from some of the guests. And what oh, and you saying cool. you saying something about how like some of the audio is like very visceral, like you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um one of the episodes there were some very, very realistic like throw up sounds and like <laughs> enough that it was like making me very queasy and uneasy. Patrick would have lost his mind listening to it. It was like I throw up when there's not throw up sounds. I know it oh was so, so like retching that. Um, yeah. Like, and it just left a mark. And so when you were saying that, that was what I was picturing. Um, so, but it, t- it helps yeah. tell a story. It helps paint a picture. And it sounds like these are, these are like that, but not horror based. Yes more comic book based. No, no. Th- there was just like, there was a car accident and the guy's like screaming and I'm like, this is freaking me out a yeah. little bit too real. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're led to like imagine everything on your own. Like whenever I read horror books, I get so much more afraid than when I'm like watching a movie because you imagine the worst version in your head. Yeah. Unless you watch the movie Cats and then nothing can prepare you for that. Um, and then the oh. nightmares come. Yeah. <laughs> it's the nights that are the loneliest. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Who are you tossing it to, Lauren? Uh, Andrew, you can have it. Okay. So uh, I got art and um, I thought I had TV. <laughs> so we're, okay. we're going to work. We're going to work this together, people. In um, fairness, you didn't have all your faculties. <laughs> um, I want um, I want to talk about a show on Disney. Go figure. It's an animated show called The Owl House. Um, the Owl House is a, a television show put out by um, Dana. I can't. I don't. I want to mispronounce her name. Dana Terrace. I think it's Terrace, like T E R R A C E. Yeah, Dana Terrace. Dana was one of the um, one of the people, one of the main people who worked on Gravity Falls. Well, when Gravity oh. Falls kind of um, ended its run, or when it was ending its run, um, Dana spun up this as the showrunner. She's the creator. Uh, writer and showrunner of The Owl House. Um, The Owl House is a couple of very notable things, um, and I thought it was perfect timing given that it's Pride Month and things, but The Owl Owl House is the first Disney show designed for kids that has an out bisexual lead character. And so oh, I love that the show. Um, I think you're going to absolutely love the show. So the show, it, it's <laughs> two seasons deep already. There is a third season in production or that's airing right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the story centers around this character, Luz, uh, Luz Nociada, Nosada, Nociada. I don't know. She's she's of some sort of Latin or Spanish um, origin. Her family is. Um, and she's like the the weird kid in school who plays Dungeons and Dragons who believes in fairies and thinks about dragons and blah blah, blah you know mm-hmm. um and all relatable her, yes yeah <laughs> all of her all that her all that her mom and dad want is it her dad I don't know all that her mom wants her to be is just a normal kid right mm-hmm. and so she's trying to to discourage her kind of every step of the way in the first episode she stumbles her way into this magical world uh, where she comes under the tutelage of a witch, um, a okay. witch by the name of Ida, 
who is played by Wendy Malick, who you would likely know from a thousand things she's been in. But like for me, the thing that I remember her kind of first in is Just Shoot Me, where she played opposite of David Spade um, as, what's her name, Nina Van Horn? Oh, yeah, I know yeah. this lady. Her character, Nina Van Horn. So she plays, um, she plays kind of the lead adult character, which is this witch um, who uh, kind of takes her under her wing and starts teaching her about magic. Um, and she lives in this place called the Owl House, which is magical and has all these things that mm-hmm. happen and whatever. Um, the art style is not the same as Gravity Falls. In fact, it's pretty unique. It feels like it has a a bit of like a classic American um, modern yeah. il- uh, modern animated show with some Japanese like influence. If you look at it, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, so it's it's unique. I like this it. Is cute. Um, yeah, it's very very cute. There's a character. So Ida has a a henchman or like a a pet. Um, whose name is King, and King is the king of the demons, but he is adorable. <laughs> um, if you look at him, if you... Yeah, if you I like the, him. He is absolutely... <laughs> I have to draw him. Like, I have to. Yeah. Uh, he's this cute little demon character with big, bulging eyes, and one of his horns is broken, and he is voiced by Alex Hirsch, who is the showrunner and creator of Gravity Falls. He is oh, also... Funny. The voice, so Alex Hirsch is also the voice of several characters in Gravity Falls, most notably uh, Grunkle Stan and Bill Cipher. Bill Cipher is kind of the main villain in that series. Well, he voices King, and that's not where the, uh, the connections end. In fact, this show has several connections that you can, can help you easily tie together that this show exists in the Gravity Falls universe. As well oh, as fine. Disney's other show, Amphibia, uh, which takes place, they have, they actually have a crossover show of this of this show of uh, the Owl House, where it crosses over Gravity Falls and Amphibia, with different oh. uh, yeah with different elements of that, um, and there are several hints and Easter eggs you can find in all of the series that point to that. Um, and so it's I love very, that. yes. And even Steven universe, I think Steven universe is also mm-hmm. part of part of this. I've seen, um, some stuff. Uh, it's really, really cool. I, I, I'll put some, some links to some, uh, articles in the show notes. Uh, one of them that's really good to read is the, the whole thing about, um, Disney's first show with a bisexual lead character. Mm-hmm. And her reasoning for that was, Hey, I'm bisexual. I want this character to reflect who I am. I'm going to do yeah. this. And Disney obviously went, went along with that. Um, and so there's a really great article um, from the New York Post that I'm putting in our show notes. And then some other like um, some videos that will take you down a rabbit hole where it shows you all of the different connections between different characters that are connected to yeah. other characters and other shows and and. Sometimes those fan theories can seem just like that, right? Like just these kind of ethereal, just trying it's to like make the, something the of Pixar nothing. Theory, yeah. yeah, trying to make something of nothing. But in this particular case, all of the creators of the shows are actually connected to one another, uh, <laughs> and so it actually makes sense. Um, on top of that, Lauren, uh, I didn't mention this. There is an episode. Um, Dan, who's who's the creator of uh, of Rick and Morty? Dan Harmon? Is it okay? So Dan Harmon. It's Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland. Okay. 
I can't remember which one it was, but Dan he, Harmon is the like community guy. Okay, he so. and yes, but I don't know. I don't remember which one in this story. Okay, is one. Um, but Alex Hirsch and him are good friends. There's an episode of Gravity Falls where deep into the storyline, the story arc, mm-hmm. uh, Stan turns on this interdimensional portal and stuff starts flying into the portal. Three of the items that are notable that you see that they kind of show, there's a pa- uh, like a, a pad um, of paper, a pen or a pencil, and then a mug with a question mark on it for the mystery shack. Those get sucked in. There's an uh-huh. episode of Rick and Morty where he opens up several portals, and in the background, those same three items fly through it. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love I love that. I love the connection of all these things. And so uh, if you haven't listened to me and gone and watched Gravity Falls yet, you're missing out. <laughs> Once you're done with that, pick up the Owl House. It's different sensibility, but it is very, very fun nonetheless. And the story, there's a storyline. It's not like just these episodic um, one-off things. There's a story to watch. And so um, mm-hmm. in this world where we're always craving more content, there is content out there if you're willing to venture into different mediums. Um, and there's like the stories that they tell are really, really cool and unique. So the Owl House, um, check it out. That's my that's my pitch. Wow. Patrick, awesome. take us home, buddy. All right. Um, I don't, don't want to complain. <laughs> that's a good start. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a way to make money now. I'm going to give you a way to make money Fast. This is for people that are in our audience. Step one, start a YouTube channel with 5 million subscribers. Yep. Yeah. Step two, um, create an overpriced toy on Kickstarter. And that's uh, what we're going to gi- dive into today is uh, step two. So um, I regularly, I'm sure y'all do too, get the backer kit emails that will show kind of what the hot items are. And I saw it once stood out to me because it is a a uh, this like PVC car toy called Stocky, and this is made by the people that are behind Donut Media. I'm gonna go and share my screen with you all mm-hmm. so I can walk through a couple of these. Things I for today. sure thought that this was gonna be a like a stocks and like uh, crypto coin app when you told me that we were talking about Stocky. <laughs> no not at all and in fact just to clarify i uh rolled a uh, i get to choose my own category this week that's what's important yes based on um the rules we did not follow because there was confusion but this is what <laughs> i chose to do now stocky is a car uh but it, it is a toy it's uh done in vinyl it the only um movement would be that the wheels spin Mm-hmm. And outside of that, the lenses and the turn signals are not vinyl. Those are, you know, some type of plastic that has opacity. You can actually see through it. Uh, Size-wise, not very large. So they show an example sitting on a car dash. Um, probably, like, mass-wise, similar to a Funko Pop. Yeah. yeah. Even though the footprint is a little bit different. So that gives you an idea of the size. Now, I'll say this. Not impressed by the sculpt. Uh, the up-close pictures they show look pretty rough of the car, which you're not going to be able to tell through a screen share. But I'm just going to chalk that up to it's in production. These aren't final pieces yet. So this is yeah. probably just a painted 3D print that hasn't been like cleaned the way it'll be cleaned as a final piece. Mm-hmm. And going through the company, by the way, that's actually doing the sculpting, 
Uh, it looks like a super reputable company, and they have some really awesome pieces and sculpts to their Ooh, name. Those are fun. So I don't think there's any issue that this, uh, about the sculpt quality. I'm just pointing out that to put it as a part of the Kickstarter, it looks a bit rough in the Kickstarter. But this is a cartoony-looking car. It doesn't have real mm-hmm. proportions. It has exaggerated proportions. Very, very tall windshield. Uh, it stocky. looks like a Funko Pop car, honestly. It looks like a Funko yeah, Pop car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. great description. Um, this kind of like uh, short, stocky, stumpy like uh, uh, stance. And it's modeled after cars. And in fact, they do have some partnerships in place with, with some car companies. Here's what blows my mind about this. How much does the average Funko Pop cost? Eleven dollars. Yeah, yeah ten much. bucks, twelve bucks, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Not expensive. And again, this is the same material. This is vinyl. This this is absolutely no different than the materials we're talking about in a Funko Pop. Yes. Their cheapest car is twenty five dollars. Okay. Mm. Is it because they have moving parts? Do the wheels that roll? Like the one different part? Yeah, yeah. The wheels roll. That's the piece okay. of articulation. The real wheels roll. Okay. If you get a primered one, a so one you can paint. Typically, these are cheaper in our world. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is thirty five dollars. Okay, why to get a a just gray ready to paint? The the DIY is more expensive. Okay, the glow in the dark is fifty dollars. Okay, shut up with that next one. The <laughs> translucent, which still seems to be some type of vinyl. Hundred and twenty-five dollars. Now it's a limit. It's an addition of three hundred, but still, still. Can, I mean, we're talking about the prices to go get like a super plastic kid robot. Oh yeah, like, like from the end, and, and not it's not any bigger Funko than the Pop. other kind. Right. Like, and a, that that one doesn't even have the decals on it, like the windows and stuff. <laughs> for, like for one hundred and twenty-five dollars, you should be getting like an eight-inch art piece from like your favorite designer. Yes. The one below it at least looks like much more like limited edition. Like that one's cooler in my opinion. So these are signed by the people behind Donut Media, which I'm assuming is the price. This one was $250 a piece. <laughs> no, it's not. Same platform. The only difference is it has like the Donut Media uh, logo. Uh, livery, yeah. livery, however you pronounce the word. And then it's signed. But still, $250. And then it, finally, they have a 14-karat gold. This is a one-of-one, one, so they can make okay, it whatever they want Okay, at least that's to. like we're getting actual gold involved here, yeah. like yeah. precious metals, all right? And it's, like- it's 10 grand. But again, it's it's a one-of-one. One. Make <laughs> one-of-ones whatever you want them to be. These prices are insane. And then going up to the Kickstarter, they've raised $345,000. On top of that, this is largely in a... I mean, Again, they do have a following, and I'm sure their following is is absolutely what's primarily feeding this. But it's a <coughs> it's a pretty poorly run campaign. They ran it as a 30 day campaign. You can run these for different lengths. Yeah, they did not put their first update in until three days ago. So 27 days of radio silence on the Kickstarter side. If you go to the comment mm-hmm. side, they may be replying once for every 10 comments that come in. I mean. I am so impressed at how poorly this whole thing has been managed. The amount of money they're charging for these. The fact that the pictures they're using look like they're coming from an unfinished prototype. And they've brought in $345,000. This is maddening. The more I look at this, the more frustrated I get by it. And on top of that, 
You're frustrated that you don't have three hundred and forty-four thousand. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. why. Someone in our community He's like, I should could do be this doing better. this. Oh, absolutely. Someone in our community should be doing this. Someone get on this now. Uh, last and thing, then now, please become at least a four dollar a month patron tier. <laughs> yeah, that, that is two dollar BS. <laughs> you can afford four after this hot tip I'm giving you. <laughs> Speaking of hot tip, I went to the hashtag for stocky. Um. Oh, <laughs> it's a bit. Well, it's something. See, I actually, this is what I was thinking. Like stocky, like your bodybuilder, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a bit more than bodybuilding for sure. Um, so <laughs> maybe this is intentional. Yeah, I don't know, but this is also. Uh, I I just I love that this hashtag is getting put on all these like macho car guys Instagrams, mm-hmm. and if you go to it, it's apparently another word (laughs) there's there's more you have like you have bears and you have cubs and apparently you have stocky apparently that's another term it's like a regular you've never heard that word before. is a regular there's no we've heard it's not we've heard it's not sorry it's not like a a bear or whatever kind of thing it it just is like a like saying someone's it's a body type sure yeah yeah this man had assless chaps (laughs) Well, Are he's you probably sure? <laughs> <laughs> That's not typically how I describe. I remember I think, your I game of how like, can you know if somebody's gay just listen, by looking at their ass? If I they're think, wearing assless chaps, the price if, like if you can okay. see this, if, see if you ass. can see it through their pants. I think in the gay community, Patrick, it's the same word, but it's spelled S T A L K Y. Stalky. Yes. Uh, I will say they did describe instead of giving us the actual dimensions, which by the way, there's no actual dimensions on this page. So no, I'm no. just having to go based on what they put here. It's instead this. of telling it's us this the ratio, <laughs> they just thing. told us it's uh uh instead of a like a one to sixty-four, it's a one to thick boy. So maybe they do know Thanks. the hashtag they're using. Thick um boy. again, but again, we don't have it. We can only go by what we can see in relation to this dash they sit it on, which lets us know it's about the size of a Funko. Again, no dimensions inside of here at all. So that's it. It's the Stocky by Donut Media. It's still on Kickstarter. You have, you have um, today and tomorrow to back it if you want to back it. But I think you're throwing your money away, honestly. I think if you're going to spend $25, there's plenty of better uh, toy-centric companies and makers that you could support that I think is money better spent. And especially if you're considering this $125 translucent Please let me introduce you to some of my favorite makers and creators Absolutely. because I would much rather you throw their mm-hmm. mo- your money at them than throw your money at this company. There are people this in is... this community and yeah. podcast family who produce hundreds of times better product for less money. Put your money there. <laughs> That's what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And if you would like to do your own Kickstarter, I would be glad. If you're ready to make your toy a reality... Apparently, there's a community here to support it, so I'll be happy to help you put it together. Oh. Uh, because this is insanity. We should take this moment to say this episode is brought to you by Donut Media, uh, our favorite friends over at. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of confusion about what they did when we said yes. We I thought, thought we, we were going to get donuts. Yeah. <clears throat> I cleared Tragic. space on my kitchen counter for all the donut boxes I was going to get. Turns out I got a, a three inch by five inch box, and it fit four of those cars in it. So, yeah. I, and <laughs> some people in our community do follow them. I'm sure their YouTube content is super engaging. I would hope it would be. Otherwise, I would hope you wouldn't have five million followers. Are I they just a toy think company this, or a car company? No, no, they, like they have a YouTube channel with five million followers. 
So what do they talk about? It's all car related stuff. Okay, there you go. It's like car pranks and in car reviews and in like car funny pranks. car, car pranks. <laughs> Wow. Why, baby? It's just car pranks. Wow. You know, season two is coming out soon, right? Oh, I can't wait. I love that show. We're talking about Righteous Gemstones. If you have not seen that show, freaking watch it. It's amazing. Uh, We're just just doing car pranks. Well, clearly, that wasn't a very good car prank. watch that episode tonight. Clearly, that wasn't a very good car prank. (laughs) (laughs) They do car stuff. And uh, I kind of wish they would stay out of the final toy world because I, yeah. it's just, it's just, I don't know. I'm just frustrated by it. It, it because again, I, I know the stuff that's out there and this, this feels like a bit of a ripoff and I just, I don't like that. It's just whatever reason this didn't sit well with me. It rubbed me the wrong way. Stocky, go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I don't know Let why. Patrick field your complaints. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they have been failed. Um, I, think, but also. Uh, I'm gonna go look up hashtag stocky a bit later. Yes, you are. Start working on start I, start working on episode one of uh, that gay ass. <laughs> I uh, this is totally unrelated. I'm gonna try to circle it back because I forgot that I made a note to tell you guys. Um, there's a a new guy that I work with. Um, he's one of the interns this this summer, and. We were talking today and uh, specifically about this evening, and I said that I had to record uh, the podcast. He said, you do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. He said, what's it called? And so I told him it was called Two Girls and a Microphone. And so he started to search it, and he's like, I'm not finding it. I said, are you spelling it correctly? And he's like, I don't know. How do you spell it? And so I, sold, I told him it was spelled T-O-O-G-U-R-L-Z and a M-I-K-E space R-O-U-G-H space O W N microphone two, two girls Aww. and a Mike rough own. And so he searched that and he's like, I'm still not finding it. <laughs> I'm like, that's weird. He said, are you on Spotify? I was like, Oh, that's the problem. Look over an apple. So <laughs> he's switched over. Uh, I had about five minutes where I just had fun with it. Anyway, two girls in a microphone. I think that should be one of our, that should be our next podcast on the podcast network. That's what I, <laughs> I was like. That can at least be our episode name for sure. <laughs> I would hate to go to a conference and have to explain that name to fifty people. <laughs> it would drive me absolutely crazy. Uh, all Microphone right. that's spelled M I K E. Mike Ruff own. <laughs> um, so all right, easy to remember. It is time for us to roll our dice to figure out what we're talking about next week, Lauren. You got your sheet ready here in just a second as I vamp. Here we go. Vamping. Would you believe nobody owns microphone.com? Microphone.com? No one owns that. Wow, weird. Yeah, shocking. I wonder why. Uh, Go ahead and roll for us, Lauren. All righty, hang on. I need you to roll for me because I left all my dice downstairs. Okay, I got a four and a four. Sweet. My category will be... And Patrick's waist size. <laughs> <laughs> Business. Boo. And four is my lucky number. Not Business. fair. Right, uh, you need me to roll Patrick. for you, Patrick? Yeah. Okay. We got 14 and two. 14 is... Art, do you want to trade? Yeah, I'll genuinely, I'll trade with you. Okay, sweet, sweet, done. <laughs> All right. Business. I, I rolled 17 and four. I created the business category for me. I hope y'all never get it. Yeah. Oh, this. Don't worry. Yeah. If I get it, you I'll just talk film. about. I'll just talk about a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said film. Oh, you got. 
Yes, sir. Hey, all right. Now I can go watch Fast and Furious uh, 1 through 8, so then I can go watch number 9. Perfect. Um, Okay. I think that's uh, that's it for this episode. You can find everything over at mofone.network, show notes and links to all the stuff we talked about. And we talked about quite a few things in this episode worth looking up mm-hmm. or buying or here's, checking out. Here's what I want to happen. I want at some point they have to break into a computer terminal and the key they have to press is F9. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be F9. <laughs> oh, you're saying in this movie. It'll have to be whatever that film is. So yeah, F ten, the next one. Yeah, you yeah. don't know they don't do it in F nine. It's I called F nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It, it, that is the title. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Uh, the drawing board and Dungeons mm-hmm. and Designers. Lots of stuff over on our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash m of one podcast. We've talked about our patrons uh several times on this episode that's patreon.com slash m of one podcast two four and six dollars a month helps us out a ton gets you extra content uh really there's no reason not to do it and then there is our uh itunes and spotify rate Mm -hmm. review uh subscribe uh like these are all things yeah, please, you can do. Please with leave reviews. I want to see reviews. I get tired of not yeah. seeing it. people rate and we appreciate it, but we appreciate reviews more. And rating's a bit lazy. I mean <laughs> And you heard it here first, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> straight, That's what my straight, dad used to say. <laughs> straight off uh, <laughs> straight off the hot take of uh of Stocky, you hear Patrick's Stocky put me in a bad mood. So I <laughs> yeah, want clearly. I want I want actual reviews. Uh, that's all. <laughs> okay. Um, you can also leave bad reviews of Stocky instead of leaving a review for us. Well, leave a, hold on. Can, wait, wait. You can leave a bad <laughs> review joking. of Stocky and then copy and paste what you wrote into our review and say this is what I said. There you go. There you go. Yeah. On, don't give yeah. us one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, we're about six weeks away, I would say, from the great heist. Inside, uh, which we will release to our our patrons. I'm not saying wait six weeks, but I'm just saying in the next like three game sessions, three to four game sessions. This is for our um, I work Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, uh, with Andrew Cole. We should Mm -hmm. be performing the Great Heist, and you're gonna want to hear that audio, and we will have that audio for you. It's gonna be be epic. Our goal is to break the game. Yes, that's true. And that's what we're and we've gotten for. we've we gotten permission from the game creator to try to do it. That's right. So. Yeah. So we'll give you some heads up, but just go and subscribe so you don't miss anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for now, though, you can find me at Andrew Sale with threes instead of e's. I'm at Not Cool Co. Everywhere. I'm at Squatch In. Nope. It's just Squatch In. At Squatch In. <laughs> uh, and we're at M of One Podcast on all the different platforms. But for now, I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Bye.